A Little Bit of Everything podcast is sponsored by Franz Learning Center and Double J Sound, your DJ for any occasion. Welcome to a Little Bit of Everything podcast, episode two. I want to thank everyone for their continuous support on social media. I cannot thank you all enough for your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of your shares, your texts, your emails, your phone calls. Thank you. My goal for episode two is to double the amount of listeners that we had for episode one. So please continue to share and download on Spotify. I also want to thank my listeners for providing me with some constructive criticism. This is the first time I'm doing this. And without listening to ways to make this better, it will stay the same and it will not get better. So my goal is to have the listeners, in addition to making this a podcast that people want to listen to. My goal is to have guests as we move forward. Once I figure out the technical aspect of this podcast, I will have a special guest on this episode later on. And I hope that you enjoy this episode and I'm looking for ideas for show content. And if you have any suggestions and if you want to be a guest, I'd be more than happy to have you on as a guest. So moving forward, my podcast, a little bit of everything I talked about in the beginning, the first episode, the debut episode about how I wanted this to be unfiltered, uncensored. That's it. Unfiltered and uncensored. That's I, that's pretty much the way I, I what I can explain to it right now. I don't want this to be PC. I want this to be genuine and real. So with that being said, last episode, we had our pet peeve of the week. I'm going to jump right into the pet peeve of the week right now because I'm so passionate about this. What the government needs to do is put an end, a kabosh, cut the freaking bullshit of giving unemployment benefits for someone to sit home. Do, does the government realize that businesses that have been established, that that is their living. They are restaurant owners. They are bar owners. They are caterers. They are putting an end to people's lives. Businesses cannot stay open because people are sitting on their fat asses collecting $2,500 a month to do nothing. In addition to the $2,500 a month, they are saving money on car maintenance, they're not paying for gas, they're not paying for childcare. This has to stop immediately. Give 
give a stipend to the workers that have been working since March of 2020. The frontline workers, the nurses, the doctors, the post office workers, the mail carriers. Give them a stipend. The grocery store workers, the clerks, they've been working nonstop. They deserve the firemen, the policemen, the teachers who have been teaching online and in person and then back online and then back in person. This nonsense of collecting unemployment has got to stop. I reside in Connecticut, okay? Our dumb governor, okay, I'm going to call him dumb. I'm going to be nice and we're just going to call him dumb right now. He's giving $1,000 for someone that will go back to work. A bonus. A freaking $1,000. $1,000 bonus to go back to work. What's preventing those employees or workers or however you want to call them? What's stopping them from collecting a grand and then going back on unemployment in four, three or four months? Eh, it's going to be cold. It's going to be winter. It's going to be snowy. Shit, I'll just stay home and watch uh, The View. That's bullshit. Get Get back to work. Get off your fat ass and get back to work. I'm working two freaking jobs. You can find a job and you can get off your ass and go to work. But the government has to step in now. I'm a big fan of lists, top 10 lists, uh, likes, dislikes, top 10 movies, top 10 TV shows. Throughout the podcast, I will be doing more of those. But for today's episode, for episode two, I will be giving you a little bit of everything's top 25 television shows of all time. Coming in at number 25, had one of the best characters in television history. He is the great Arthur Fonzarelli. Happy Days comes in at number 25. Number 24 could be a little higher on this list. However, I want to see if it comes back for another season. Ozark, Netflix, Jason Bateman. What a great show. It comes in at number 24. I had to throw in one children's show into this top 25 list. And being born in 1977, I was a big fan of Jim Henson as a child. I loved the character Animal, who played the drums. The Muppet Show comes in at number 23. This show at number 22 had a character that every teenager wanted to be like. He is Michael Seaver. And number 22 is Growing Pains. Number 21 is NBC's classic Friends. I have not yet to see the remake of the cast coming back on HBO Max. That is something that I hope to watch soon. Number 20, Kevin James' brilliancy in King of Queens. How can you not love Kevin James with Lee Romini in that series? 
Coming in at number 20 is another Netflix original series. Excuse me, number 19, I apologize. Number 19 is another Netflix original series. That is Frank Underwood, House of Cards. I can honestly say I stopped watching House of Cards when Kevin Spacey was asked to leave the show due to personal reasons, which ended up being untrue. However, that was a great series, and I did stop watching it when he was off the show. Number 18, one of my first crushes, Alyssa Milano, and who's the boss? Tony Maselli, big tough guy as the housekeeper, and then had great storylines in the cheesy 80 times. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha comes in at number 17. The Brady Bunch. Who didn't like The Brady Bunch? Joe Namath, Davy Jones. It was a great series um, that I really enjoy watching even today. And, and as we hit the Brady Bunch at number 17, the next two shows at 16 and 15 are part of the late 70s, early 80s, mid 80 time frame. Number 16, what's talking about Willis, Different Strokes, comes in at number 16. And Alex P. Keaton and Family Ties comes in at number 15. Number 14 was a short series, maybe about four, maybe four or five seasons long. Kiefer Sutherland is one of the best actors ever. When he played the president in Designated Survivor, he should have won every award that was given out. I did not watch that show when it was on TV. I did watch it uh, in its entirety uh, online. Number 13, you can't go wrong with Bada Bing. And number 13 is The Sopranos. Number 12 is a emotional show that I binged watched the first three or four seasons. And then I continuously watched on Tuesday nights or Wednesday nights with my wife if we missed Tuesday's episode. And they have already announced that next season will be their last this is us this is us can be in the top five on my list however i'm going to keep it a little lower down at number 12 again this is my list i'd love for you to comment to hear yours number 11 is a television show about four friends that prank each other impractical jokers is by far one of the funniest shows I have ever seen. They laugh, they joke, they prank on each other, and it is strictly uh, something that uh, is just brilliant to watch on TV, and I really do enjoy that show as well. So before we hit the top 10, I'd like to give you some shows that just missed the cut. Forensic Files, who I absolutely love the voice of the uh, announcer in that show. I love the way he speaks. The narrator, it just, it's creepy 
that's the narrator's voice is freaking creepy. I Love Lucy, show from the 50s, another show from the 50s and 60s, Leave It to Beaver, and George Jefferson and the Jeffersons just missed the cut. So now we're going to the top 10. Another series that I watched from start to finish on stream is Schitt's Creek. Dan, Eugene Levy, what a series they put together. It starts out a little slow. Give it some time. Be patient. It is one of the best shows ever on television. Number nine is another drama series that I really enjoyed. Breaking Bad. Walter White. What an ep- what a series Brian Cranston played in that series, Breaking Bad, at number nine. At number eight, we have Everybody Loves Raymond. Everybody Loves Raymond is one of the funniest shows in television history. Ray Romano, his life story and his storyline in the show is well written and he does it very well he acts in that show very well number seven dateline dateline has been on for a long time it's in reruns it's still new episodes are on in the evenings on friday nights on nbc the storylines the the who done it and the spins and the twists of each episode keeps you on your seat and I absolutely love Dateline and that's at number 7 number 6 is an older show uh, from the early 80s that I watched uh, during COVID from it in its entirety from start to finish and with this is where everyone knows your name And that's Cheers. Cheers comes in at number six. Woody, Coach, Norm. What a great show that is. And now we step up to the number five of a little bit of everything podcast. Top 25 television shows of all time. Coming in at number five is is a series that... If it was aired today, it would definitely have some censorship. I don't know if it would be aired today in today's society. But number five is all in the family. Archie Bunker, Edith, Meathead, Gloria. The Jeffersons were started on that show in addition to the show Maud. Carol O'Connor, his body language and his facial expressions during the shows when he talks about or talks to Edith being the dingbat and when he argues with Mike the meathead over political arguments disagreements how that show was written back in the mid 70s I, I don't believe that show would be on today number four Another crush as a child of mine, 
Winnie Cooper, The Wonder Years. I was Team Winnie all the way. I was a big fan of the show. I enjoyed the dialogue or the thoughts that Kevin um, displaced. I just watched that on its entirety during COVID. And I don't remember a lot of the episodes because I was around the age of the children portrayed in the, in the show. Um, obviously, I didn't grow up during uh, the 60s, but I I did enjoy that show, and it did make me laugh. As a matter of fact, the dad in the show, Dan Loria, went to Southern Connecticut State University uh, right down the road uh, in, uh, in New Haven. Number three, Team Olivia, Law and Order. Law and Order can be on TV for another 20 years and they will still have episodes to write. Most, a lot of the stories that they write are based on real life events. Obviously, they they change names. They change some scenarios, but a lot of it is based on real life events. What happens in New York City? Coming in at number two, that's what she said. Ha 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 That is The Office, Steve Carell. I have to admit, I did not watch this series at all when it was on uh, live or when it first aired back in the late 2000s or mid-2000s. I did not watch this show ever. Another show that I watched during COVID from start to finish, and I... This show, I was sad when it ended, and this show could be number one any day of the week. The pranks that Jim played on Dwight were just, were, I, you, you laugh constantly, and it's, it was well written, it was well done. Um, I really didn't like when Steve Carell left the show. Uh, I would prefer if he stayed a little longer, um, but The Office comes in at number two. And the number one show of the top 25 of a little bit of everything podcast is The Honeymooners. Okay, okay, you might be a little bit surprised here. Okay, I'm 44 years old and The Honeymooners was in the 50s. However, I grew up watching this show with my parents on... W, I can't remember, it was WPIX Channel 11 in of New York when it was on the local channel in uh, Connecticut. I absolutely loved this show. And one of the reasons why is because I thought my father was Ralph Cramden. My father was, a, my father uh, unfortunately had passed away about almost six years ago. He was a large man, similar stature, facial expressions of Jackie Gleason, who portrayed Ralph Cramden in The Honeymooners. The logo, when the intro is playing in the show, when, it, when they have Jackie Gleason's face in the moon, I always thought that that was my dad growing up. So the antics of... Jackie Gleason, how to address a ball 
when he danced, when he roller skated. Chef of the future, the $64,000 question. If you have never watched that show, watch it. And remember when you watch this show that it was taped in front of a live audience with little to no rehearsals. One of the best of all time, Jackie Gleason in The Honeymooners. All right, I ranted and gave you my pet peeve of the episode. I gave you my top 25 television shows of all time. And now I'm going to bring to you my all-time NBA team. We are in the NBA Finals. The Phoenix Suns at this time in the series lead the Milwaukee Bucks two games to zero with game three tonight. And um, I personally don't have a, a, a care of who wins. I love Giannis. I love the way he plays the game. I wish he shot a little better outside in mid-range and outside in the three-point line, or I wish he even shot better free throws. However, he doesn't. But I love the way he plays, and I love, I love watching him play. I love CP3, and I would love to see him win a championship. I believe this is his last chance. Giannis will have, hopefully, an opportunity uh, after this year again. Devin Booker is probably one of the most underrated NBA players on an NBA roster right now. He is an all-star. He is a stud. He is an all-NBA player. However, he does not get the recognition that he should. So with that being said, we are going to have now a little bit of everything podcast. Episode two is going to present to you my all-time NBA team. I'm going to have five starters, 10 bench players, and one head coach. My special guest will then present also his all-time NBA team with his five starters, his 10-player bench, and his head coach. And without further ado, my special guest is none other than Johnny Bimo. Bamonte, my son, the legend himself. starters I have Stephen Curry as my point guard in the shooting guard position I have Michael Jordan from the Chicago Bulls from the small forward position I have Kobe Bryant from the Los Angeles Lakers at the power forward position I have Shaquille O'Neal and at the center position I have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and now for my starting five of my all-time NBA team. At point guard, none other than Zeke Isaiah Thomas of the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Isaiah is the reason why I became a Pistons fan. And my shooting guard, 
who played for the Chicago Bulls and the Washington Wizards. None other than V-Goats, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Stop with the comparisons between LeBron and Jordan. Michael is the GOAT. These bullshit comparisons between LeBron and MJ have to stop. With the game on the line, I want the ball in Jordan's hands. He hated to lose and rarely lost in his career. And he is my shooting guard of my starting five. Coming in at center is, from the San Antonio Spurs, Mr. Fundamental himself, Tim Duncan. The hick from French Lick. The forward from the Boston Celtics, Larry Bird, is my small forward. And my power forward is one of the most entertaining athletes in all of sports, not only in basketball, but in all of sports. He is Sir Charles Barkley, who played with the Philadelphia 76ers, the Phoenix Suns, and the Houston Rockets. My bench players are Allen Iverson, Dwayne Wade, Larry Bird, the Ice Antetokounmpo, David Robinson, LeBron James, Ray Allen, Julius Irving, Tim Duncan, Akeem Olajuwon. My all-time head coach is Greg Popovich. Of guards, Damian Lillard, Ray Allen, Vince Carter. Forwards, Kevin Garnett, Dominique Wilkins, Dennis Rodman, Draymond Green, and Giannis. I cannot pronounce Giannis's last name, so I call him Giannis. Like everyone calls Madonna, Madonna, and Prince, Prince. And my centers are Shaquille O'Neal and Hakeem Olajuwon. And my head coach is Chuck Daly of my bad boys, Detroit Pistons. As I wrap up episode two of A Little Bit of Everything podcast, I'd like to thank my wife, Fran, and my children, John and Ava, and our four-legged pet, Boomer, for their social distancing and staying quiet as I tape this podcast. I could not have done it without them. I'd also like to thank my family and friends for their shares, likes, and support on social media and on Spotify. I hope you have a great week. I hope you will tune in to episode three next week where there will be more topics that will be uncensored, unfiltered, and unscripted. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Much love. God bless and stay gold.